Welcome to Game Time in the Triangle. I'm your host, Trisha Williamson. Today, my guest is Ryan Batts, a teacher at Fuqua Arena High School. In addition to teaching students, Ryan runs a pressure washing business called Teacher Under Pressure, where he hires and mentors students in business. Last week on Friday Night Rivals, Apex Friendship traveled to Panther Creek. The two teams had opposite records coming into the game. Apex Friendship was at 4-1 for the season, while Panther Creek was at 1-4. Although Panther Creek has won the last four meetings between the teams, Apex Friendship came out strong this time. Jaden Beaudry, Scholar Athlete of the Week for Apex Friendship, was the first to score, recovering a fumble in the end zone. And the ball is fumbled into the end zone. It's still free. Dived on. Touchdown, Patriots! Tino Ramirez made his first touchdown of the game in the final seconds of the first quarter to make the score Apex Friendship 14, Panther Creek 0. In the second quarter, yardage gains were made by Panther Creek's Travis Woodard. Quarterback Matthew Sanders came closest to scoring, but he was stopped at the one-yard line by the Patriots' defense. A third touchdown by Apex Friendship's Demarius McCoy made the halftime score Apex Friendship 21, Panther Creek 0. Schreiber. He'll get yardage and more. Bust it to the 30, to the 20. Good night. Touchdown. The dominance continued into the third quarter with an impressive 65-yard touchdown by Garrett Schreiber, a second touchdown for Ramirez, and an interception by Sam Claudfelter. Panther Creek's first points came deep into the fourth quarter. Quarterbacks Sanders and Clancy were each able to throw a touchdown to wide receiver Means to get on the board. Sanders, good arm, delivers it to Means. Means, nice move at the 25. He's going to break free and it's going to be a touchdown. The wide gap was too much to overcome, though, and the final Friday night rival score was Apex Friendship 38, Panther Creek 14. After the match, Faith Kane talked to Apex Friendship's coach Adam Sanders about the team's second Friday Night Rivals victory and what's coming up next. Coach Sanders, this is the second time I'm down here with you, so congratulations. First off, I mean, an amazing game. When did you know that you guys just had it tonight? Well, it's not so much about tonight. It's about what we did Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, and Thursday. That's the biggest thing. And so moving forward, that's where all the good things happen, is when we can focus on the task at hand and take care of business Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, and Thursday. I know you're always about next play, next game. You got a big game coming up really? next I week no against Apex. So how are you carrying this momentum into next week? Just like we always do. Like there is no different. It is not about Apex. It's not about Panther Creek. And that's not disrespectful to either one of them. It's about us. And it's about how well we can play and how much we can trust the guy beside us. And that's the biggest thing for us. I'm joined right now by Ryan Batts, who is the healthful living teacher at Fuquay Arena High School and the former wrestling coach. Hi, Ryan. How are you? I'm doing quite well. Thanks for having me. Thank you so much for joining me today. I appreciate it. For sure. So you said that you are the healthful living teacher at Fuquay. Can you expand on what it is that you do there? Yeah, of course. Yeah, helpful living, uh, just a, a fancy word we've been titled as PE teacher. But um, so we... Uh, many, many subjects. Uh, you know, you have your standard helpful living class, which is your ninth graders, and it is teaching both in the classroom, um, and that covers uh, 
many, many subjects there is covering, you know, your mental health, your emotional health. Uh, we're going over, you know, the proper way to take care of yourself. Uh, just many, many gamuts within the, the health field there. Uh, and then on the other side, we're, we're in like your traditional PE setting where we're, you know, the volleyball, the um, basketball, things of that sort. And but now they're not geared toward who's the best, who can, you know, shoot, shoot the best free throw shot or anything like that. It's, it's now geared toward who can communicate well within a team setting, um, you know, those those kind of skills that you need to have as you move forward in life when you're working with other teams and, and other members in the, in the workforce. So the teenager who had to climb a rope in high school, thanks you for <laughs> changing yeah. that up a little bit. Yeah. We're not maxing out on pull-ups or anything like that anymore. We still do. We still do some tests. It's all about growth though. Where are you at at the beginning compared to where are you at, at the end? And all we're looking, really looking for within that aspect is did you grow? I like that. You know, that whole, cause I'm a runner and I don't compete against anybody else. I compete against my last 10 K or my last half marathon and that's it. Um, so like my positive growth isn't, you know, my husband who can run a seven minute mile. It's me who ran a little bit faster this time. Yeah. That's the way it, yes. Right. I mean, that's the way you should be throughout your entire life. It's not, everyone's on a different, um, starting point, different playing field. So we just want to see you grow a little bit. That's cool to see the program is evolving like that. I like that. Yeah. And so are you a coach right now? I'm not coaching right now. Um, no, I mean, I guess you can say a life coach because uh, teaching these kids throughout their growing days of life through growing pain. So that's true. That's one one coach I, I could put my hat on. And you were an athlete, I suppose. Yes, I was an athlete growing up. What did what sports did you uh, were you were you involved in? Oh, I played all the sports. Uh, I'm a very hyper individual, so the parents had to put me in an activity at all times. Um, I played basketball. I played basketball. What am I talking about? I did I did play one season in eighth grade. Um, I think I just got in there because I was the guy that hustled. So they nice. Damn. But I, I played baseball. I played soccer and I wrestled. Um, those were the three sports in high school. And then I, I continued to wrestle. I wrestled at NC State um, for college. Would you say that wrestling was the one that you kind of, you know, excelled at or enjoyed the most? Um, first part of the question, yes, I excelled at. So it, it kind of came a little bit natural, you would say. Did I enjoy it the most? No. Uh, um, it was more of a, it was a love-hate. It was just a um, wrestling stuff. You know, it's one-on-one. It's -on -one. There's a lot of... Uh, uh, internal battles that you have to deal with, but I definitely would say, it, you know, it made me who I am. Um, it made me a better person. I probably enjoyed soccer the most. Um, we're from like my, my family's military background. So my, my dad grew up, uh, he grew up in all over. So he got to experience soccer, um, you know, firsthand before the sport really became popular in North Carolina. So he introduced me to soccer at a young age. Um, I really loved it. So that was probably the sport I enjoyed the most. So then you um, you were, the reason I know you is because you were my cousin's son's wrestling coach for a little while. Um, but that's not necessarily the reason why they said I should chat to you. It was that you are helping students outside of sport as well. Can you explain what you do? Yeah, so I actually own uh, um, a pressure washing business. It's called Teacher Under Pressure. And the um, 
uh, hire high school students, either, you know, seniors that have half days that can go into the workforce or ones that have graduated. Um, and we uh, I pretty much mentor them and give them, you know, training on sales, marketing, um, just everything that's involved. And I show them the numbers, just everything that you would have, you know, to that you would need to know and see to become a better worker in the workforce and um, just teach them on that. And I mean, it's a full circle. It's I get to give back to them, you know, and obviously it helps the company because I get to teach them the things that need to be done. Um, so it's, it's been great. It's been another outlet for me to, uh, to give back to the community and, you know, and I have hired a lot of wrestlers, former wrestlers to help just because the work, the work ethic I've seen, and I know what it takes to, to go through a season and to be a wrestler. And, you know, I can, it's, they're very reliable and you know, that, you know, a couple, not a couple, but a lot of hours in the hot sun is not going to, um, you know, scare them away. So. So they're not just necessarily a body to help you expand your business. Like if, a, you, if you are going out on a job, um, would you talk about like why you're charging what you're charging and, and showing them like, this is what I have to pay you. And yeah, so it's not, so, you know, we go over like charge rate and like why it's important and how it allows me to pay them higher than the, you know, industry standard and teaching them, you know, how to, present value to the customer when you see something that maybe they didn't know about that that needs to be cleaned on the job so the upsells while they're there and they get a percentage of that so it's not just the you know hourly rate they're getting a percentage of things that I'm teaching them how to do so they can upsell on the job and you know doing a good job so they actually get a percentage of what they produce while in the truck so it makes them you know have a, I guess, a, um, a piece of the, the pie, if you will, why, you know, take some ownership while they're at the job so that they, you know, perform well, because they'll get paid off of that if they don't get a call back. So it's, it's kind of just little things like that, um, that just, I think they'll be able to, you know, even if, you know, I have a lot, I have some that are still with me, some went off to college, and they'll probably come back for their summer job. But, I think, you know, the sales and the marketing, if they can have that for the rest of their lives and it will benefit them. I'm pretty sure that's what my cousin's son is going to college for. And I am assuming that you had something to do with that. Yeah, he we actually talked a lot. So he's, he's doing marketing there. and We had a, a lengthy discussion um, about marketing and how it could, you know, I was just asking, I was just picking his brain because he went through a whole year of, of college. So I was kind of just picking his brain on certain little things and he was giving me some great feedback because um, marketing something that I've had to learn on my own, but I enjoy it because there's a big creative side that you can have there. Mm -hmm. So I just like to, you know, we were actually learning off each other. So it, it was great. I feel like it's cool though, too. Like if you're, if you're teaching them about the business side, the sales side, the marketing side, it's like you're taking everything they learned in high school and putting it to practical use in a way that they may not know how to do at 18. Yeah, I'd like to, I like to think so. You know, I think the bigger picture is one day they can go out and start their own thing. And I can say that, you know, I had a part of that. So that would be, that would be probably the most rewarding thing I, I believe is that, you know, at a young age, I was able to kind of um, help mold them into the, the future person that they'll be. What kind of, 
was there a certain something that drew you to working with high school students, either in athletics or um, outside of it, working this job? I don't know if it was the high school setting. I know working with um, kids was kind of a, a passion I had. My family owns a child daycare center, so I grew up with, you know, within that setting. I worked throughout high school and um, would come back during college summertime and still work. Uh, so at first out of college, you know, teaching doesn't have the highest pay. So me being a, a young young man like myself wanted to go out and make a lot of money. So I got into the sales aspect, but it was just wasn't rewarding. So then I went back to college uh, and, and got my degree. And, you know, once I was kind of like, let me do this, let me have a job with a purpose, a little more of a purpose instead of just chasing the dollar bill. Uh, you know, and I started out in the middle school and it was rewarding. But at the same time, I felt like I could have more of an impact if I could reach the kids right before they, you know, gotten to either the workforce or going going in, into college. Also, I didn't want to coach at the high school setting as well. Um, so that's why I, I was about four or five years in middle school. And then now I've been to the high school for about four or five years. You know, having somebody at that level when I was in high school who was like, here, let me give you a leg up into the next step was pretty invaluable. So um, I think that the rewarding part of what you're talking about is likely, you know, do you feel that? Do you feel like you're able to help them at this point? Yeah, I really do. Um, I haven't I don't I haven't been there long enough to see like the big picture. It's like down the road. But I, I do feel like, you know, I have a, a welcoming personality to where I've been able to you know if someone wants to talk about something that's going on or things that they're dealing with that I'm pretty open so you know they feel like they can come talk to me about it so Do yeah you have I any mean, not, not everyone has that in their life so it's it's you know I see a lot of a lot of faces every day so it's good to um to, to help them out when they don't have anybody to talk to do you have any people come up and say coach I've got this idea for a business let's talk about it like does that yeah it's it's crazy yeah so I've, I've talked to a lot of um, high schoolers about the, you know, entrepreneurial route. Uh, I have about, let me see, one, two, four right now that, and, um, that I help out a little bit. They have like car detailing. Uh, actually, there's three car detailing that, uh, that, that, I, that I talk to and help out. One, he actually didn't need my help at all, but we still talk. He has his own line of clothing that he that he does so um you know they just come pick my brain a little bit and anytime that any that someone wants to come out especially in high school when you're that ambitious and uh you know have questions i, I love to help them out i don't want to say the stakes are lower because starting a business is always you know a big deal but when you're young like that when you're 18 and you're starting out um it feels like they could learn what they need to do to go on to another step or get really lucky and it builds into something that they can have for the rest of their life, right? Yeah, you know, you you have a lot more um, room, I guess. Well, not even room, but you don't even think about the risk, you know, because you have, I don't know, I still think sometimes when we get older, we forget that we have a lot longer to live as well, but, um, but we're not as risky, right? So, yeah. Um, but it's good to, to know that, that, that their mindset is there. Um, cause I know when I was 18, I wasn't thinking about starting a business. So just to have that mindset, I think is, is pretty, uh, 
pretty fun that, 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 that they're that they're doing that and so you like right now how many people do you employ uh we have we have six um but we just we're, we're cutting back it's getting slower so right now we have four that are employed to 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 went off to college oh nice yeah and so like when you're at school how does that work when people are like hey you know coach will hire you he'll go talk to him he'll hire you <laughs> Yeah, I get that a lot. Um, yeah, you know, it's, it's good and bad. I, I get a, a big pool to choose from. So I, I kind of, I keep my, my ears open, eyes out. And um, I'm always looking for people that, you know, those intangibles where they do things when no one's looking. And I notice that. Um, hard workers, polite things, you know, the customer service that you see, that you need. Um so uh, I'm always looking out. So they usually don't have to ask me. I'll, uh, I'll I'll pull them to the side and ask them what they're doing, you know, next year. If they're looking for a summertime job, something like that. But, yes, I do get a lot asking. Usually it's the ones that I don't want to ask, but <laughs> they don't ask me. So are the people that you hire, are they always athletes, or are they people just anybody at the school you can hire? Um. Yeah, they've all been athletes. Uh, I don't know if it's just because I'm a PE teacher and athletes are usually out. You know, I do hire a lot of wrestlers. So, but I will say, you know, the athletes they they do have the work ethic. They've you know dealt with tough situations. I'm not excluding anyone, but that's just kind of my my world, right? You know, because I'm at the PE setting, so. Um, I guess I didn't even think about that. They are they are all athletes that I've that I've hired. Well, I mean, if you think about it, like you said, the work ethic that they've got there, they've decided that they're going to work weekends, nights, days for their, you know, whatever sport it is that they've chosen. Um, so it feels like it could go well into getting a job and starting a business and having that like um, discipline to do it. Yeah, for sure. Um, and that's like what I, why I said, you know, with the rest of that, let us know the discipline and structure that you have to have to um, to, to be a, a good athlete within wrestling. And, you know, you can't rely on the person left or right to you. It's just, it's up to you and it's one-on-one -on -one and it, is, it takes a lot of um, willpower and, um, you know, consistency and doing the right right kind of thing because um, there's really no shortcuts when it comes to the sport. So I think that's why I'm kind of – plus I'm kind of – I'm probably kind of biased because I, I was a wrestler as well. Wrestlers are another breed of people, I think. <laughs> yeah, they are. <laughs> the, the things that they put their body through and, like, the pure strength that you need to take another human and, like, flip them over your shoulder and pin them down is unbelievable. Yeah, you got to be a little crazy. I don't know. Um, it's just, I don't know. It's just something, something about it. It's just, it's a, it's a, it's a big test. So that's why I always enjoyed it. It's just how many, how many times can I test myself without breaking? So I think what's cool about wrestling to me is that you don't have to be six six. You don't have to like uh, be a certain body type. I see all kinds of people who are wrestlers. Even a lot of girls have a lot of um, success as a wrestler. Um, and it's what maneuverability, I guess, would be the yeah. Know. So yeah, you know, you could be naturally strong, naturally quick, but nine times out of ten, if that person is more skilled, like they, you know, they know the moves better and they've practiced more on certain things, um, 
that individual will, will win. So it takes it takes time and dedication to to learn these moves and how to counter things um, to to become good. So you you know you could have a little bit of a leg up if you're naturally gifted at you know like I was some of the strength and speed and things like that. But the person that works hard and learns the, the different techniques can can out can beat you every time if they just work a little harder. So that's all that's always rewarding as well. Just knowing that you can just outwork the opponent and, and win. Well, Ryan, I really appreciate you joining me today and chatting with me about your work. I think it's really awesome what you're doing to mentor these kids and I uh, hope you keep it up. Yeah, I appreciate it. And it's teacher under pressure, right? Is your. Yep. Teacher under pressure, um, pressure washing, window cleaning, gutter cleaning. We're actually doing holiday lights this year. So that's fun. That's super cool. Yeah. So we're excited about that. So now we're making it more year round instead of, you know, pressure washing can be seasonal, you know, with the colder months where we're not doing much. So now it's the colder months we're putting up holiday lights and taking down holiday lights afterwards. Well, um, whatever platform somebody has seen this link on, I will have tagged you in it so they can go ahead and get it there. Awesome. Again, thank you so much. I appreciate you coming on. Okay. Thank you. This week, Friday Night Rivals is in Clayton, taking on South Garner. Just a quick reminder that the game starts at 7.30 and will be live on MyRDC at kickoff. You can also stream the game at MyRDCTV.com watch and on Facebook Live. Thanks again to my guest, Ryan Batts, and thank you for tuning into Game Time in the Triangle. If you have a compelling story you want told on the podcast, email us at wrdcsports at sbgtv.com. We'll be back next week with another episode. Have a great week, and congratulations to the FNR Game Trophy winners, Apex Friendship. Apex Friendship.